Welcome to The Couch Problem with Renee and Caroline. I'm Renee. And I'm Caroline. And we have a special guest. Alex. <laughs> Hello, Alex. Hello. <laughs> we decided you would, we would have you join us because you are the only person in this room right now who's ever proposed to somebody. This is true, and I can tell you all the flaws with this proposal. Mm, excellent. Yes. <laughs> and lack of one. Yeah. <coughs> but let's start at the beginning. Oh, God. So, we're a little shook, listeners. We're a little shook. We had to wait three days just to get to a point where we could uh, talk about it. True. Yeah. It's been hard. How have you been coping, Renee? Yeah, I just tried to forget it ever happened and move on to Bachelor in Paradise. Yeah. <laughs> Alex, how have you been coping? Yeah, um, it made me depressed for humanity. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's pretty big talk for a week when uh, we might go to thermonuclear war with North Korea. That's true, yes. But this, this de- is bigger! <laughs> this, well, it depressed me more. Yep. Yeah. There's no hope for humanity because love has clearly died. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Renee's like, that's really exciting for our wedding. <laughs> really sets the tone. Yes, Renee and Alex are also uh, T-minus... 28 days till yeah, something wedding. like that. Maybe so, uh, 29, I think. 29. Okay. <laughs> uh, unlike ah. the bachelor couple who will probably never, ever make it down the aisle. No. <laughs> Maybe we can get to that, but short answer, no. <laughs> so we can kind of like gloss over the beginning of the the uh, episode because if you remember there were actually some dates and another elimination but it's hard to even remember back that far well so what do we think to start with with their change in format to combine after the final rose and the show to make it three hours mm. yeah it was all right like they seem to be innovating a lot this season mm-hmm. some people said it actually helped with the flow because because rachel's kind of in the moment at each point when she talks to each guy and then when you get to the end, you don't have to worry about her then facing the loser. You can just kind of enjoy the winner and enjoy seeing them happy. Which it's would be true. true if anyone enjoyed seeing this well, couple happy. it's really hard to say because I can't compare it to any other season that had a bit more of a, I guess, a traditional ending. Like, the format is all mixed up in all of the other gut-wrenching things that happened in this episode. Mm-hmm. But my instinct is I do not like it. No. Because A, I think I liked the option of bowing out of after the final rose, which is probably why they changed it, because people were bowing out after a certain <laughs> point. And I did think it took away from the flow of the... I don't know. I, I felt like we kept coming in and out of what happened and then what's happening now or whatever. So it felt hard to, I don't know, follow Rachel's journey, I'm saying in quotation marks, I suppose. But mm, that's that's true. I did not like it. I know. And the After the Final Rose lost its finale zing. Like, this is your big thing at the end. Like, let's have a crowd that are all screaming and applauding Mm -hmm. but no no it wasn't it was sporadic and throughout and i feel like why do they hate rachel so much to make her sit there and relive it they don't normally at least you get to be backstage like you can see her just trying to manage her facial expressions at Mm. certain moments like it's horrifying imagine like your most gut-wrenching breakup you've ever had then having to watch it, 
then be interviewed about it, then see the person that you'd broken up with all in like five minutes of each other. Like that's horrifying. Yeah, I also think it put her on the defense of having oh, to watch it and react. Oh, a thousand and ten Which, as we'll get to, worked out really horribly for Peter. Real and and Rachel, it's not a good look. No, no. So the so, episode started off mm-hmm. with. Which I even like forget, but yeah. with Brian's overnight date. No, it did oh yeah, it did, didn't yeah. it? Yeah. So we had <laughs> Rachel and Peter arguing about marriage. Again. Oh right, so there was kind of the end of yeah. of Peter. And then how do you forget Renee? Uh, it should have been foreshadowing even then Peter's tiny house version of a uh, a fantasy suite, as you put it. Did I? Yes. What did I say? You're funny on Twitter and you don't even remember. <laughs> Follow Renee on Twitter. It's just at a Coach flow Rob's of consciousness. <laughs> what did I say? Is this a tiny house version of a fantasy suite date? Because he was in such a tiny little space for like. <laughs> I don't think I said that. I you did. I, I think you did. Oh, you might have retweeted it. Oh, I might have. Yeah. Ah, funny. Yeah. Honestly, like I don't even remember the things I tweeted. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, that's so true. Yeah. It was tiny. So that seemed to end abruptly their fight and didn't really come to a resolution. No. Which kind of is what built up to the major yeah. fight later. But anyway, so his fantasy suite ended. They popped their heads out the window. It was so cute. <laughs> and um, so then moving on to Brian's date, I this is exactly when I knew that Brian was going mm. to win because they introduced this whole doubt thing where Brian's like, oh, I don't think it's going very well because she seems distracted. Yeah. And they always introduce, when they know something's yeah. solidly guessable, they try to introduce some mm-hmm. kind of doubt. And that's it was true. such a weak effort. But see, that's why I thought, like I said last episode, that it was Peter because they always introduce doubt with the person it's going to be. That's true. I guess but sometimes you actually get people with a lot of doubt. <laughs> yeah. I mean, NGL, not going to lie, mm-hmm. I solidly tune out of every scene with Brian in it. So I could not tell you what happened in this date or no. any other dates. Do you like or Brian? The proposal. Do you like Brian? No, Do you like Brian? No, I don't. There's something very unlikable about him. I agree, I agree. <laughs> I feel about him the way Michael Scott feels about Toby on The Office. <laughs> I hate so much about the things you choose to be. It's true. So before we get too much into our hatred for Brian, because there will be lots of time for that. Um, so then we did. Oh, I could go on. We did have an elimination, oh, which was a pretty easygoing elimination. It's still miracle season. Yeah. I love Eric, and I think I really hope that he has. He seems to have bounced back. He's a very happy, bright outlook. He is guy. a motivational speaker. Yeah. Oh, so he? he is now motivational speaking to himself. <laughs> is he going to be in paradise? I don't think so. Hope so. Well, the thing is, the thing is, and we were talking about this earlier today, I believe that now that they've worked out the filming schedules so that Nick was on Paradise all the way to the end and then was The Bachelor, there's a whole new element introduced into this. Someone can be in Paradise and then be The Bachelor. Someone Mm. can, they could try all their potential Bachelors out in Paradise and see who America likes, which also introduces a new dynamic where someone might go, maybe I don't want to fall in love in paradise because maybe I want to be the bachelor. Whole new dynamic. And that's why Nick, he found that girl who was, I thought, very nice in paradise. But Mm -hmm. uh, I think he was told a whisper in his ear, you're going to be the bachelor if you don't be with her. Mm -hmm. And he dumped her. Yeah. Yeah, that's sad. Yeah, because it seemed like that relationship just fizzled for no reason at the end. Yeah. I mean, she was a little blah, a little dull, but mm, who knows. 
So anyway, to go back to Eric, um, did I have a thought on Eric? I mean, we just loved Eric. I, the whole episode from beginning to end, I was operating in this alternate reality where I just needed things to be different. Mm -hmm. Like I knew cognitively going into this, I think we might've even predicted it in our last podcast. Eric was going to go home, oh, yeah. we then Peter was going knew. to go home, and it was going to be Brian. But somehow in my mind, I needed it to be different, you and I kept hope. feeling sad, even though I knew it was going to happen. <laughs> and I mean, it was a pretty easygoing elimination for us and for Rachel. Eric took it pretty well. I think I read somewhere that he it actually didn't kind of set in till later, so he. I think he was still quite sad afterwards, but he took it pretty well. They had a very oh, yeah. friendly partying, and then it was so awkward when she got back, and there's the weird toast. And Brian going up to her. Do you remember? Yeah. Brian goes up to her and then Peter does. I just hate everything he does. Showing her compassion. Oh, I hate you, Brian. Yeah. I don't even think he did it for that, though. I feel like he's like, yay. Yeah. Anyway. No, that's why I think I didn't like it. I think I felt like he was like, I'm going to be the one to comfort you. Yeah. Hate you, Brian. Yeah, Brian's And then Eric, we saw Eric on After the Final Rose with his glow-up beard. Yeah, Eric is looking like Sharp. good. He has just exponentially improved yeah. over the season. Yeah, I noticed on Instagram because you see him on Instagram. What do you think of Eric's beard. appearance, Alex? Uh, I thought when he got voted out, I thought sloppy. Okay, yes. He doesn't like remember, remember I was saying on the last podcast I didn't like him at first because I thought he wasn't a very good dresser? Right. It was... <laughs> See? You see? It's just a different style, though. I think he's, like, casual. Uh, who wears a suit with a t-shirt? That's, yeah. not, that's not good. I feel like no. entrepreneurs. It's compared, <laughs> compared to what Peter was wearing? Come on now. Yeah, Peter, look, see, he looked very good. Very good. He um, could have gotten... No, he'll never get married. Uh, but he could have gotten married in that suit. He looked good. But it wasn't DeMario-level t-shirt. No, t-shirt. I mean, what was that? So it was fine. Yeah. Right. Um... So after that, so he's looking better now. Oh, oh yeah, right. yeah, yeah. So. Okay, that's good. He's looking yeah. good. He's learning. As a man who also looks good with a beard, Alex. Oh, thank you. See, Eric <laughs> looks good with a beard. Yeah, some people just look good with a beard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I added this part. I remember nothing about it, but I guess Brian probably had his very last date with Rachel after that, right? Do you remember anything about that? <laughs> Because once there's two people, someone has a final date. So there was apparently a hot air balloon. Right. Okay. But I think I was just on Twitter. The exactly. Whole time. Yeah. I just don't pay attention when no, Brian said. No. So no. they had their final date. Blah blah blah. Literally nothing memorable about uh-uh. it. And then oh, he gave her a Spanish English dictionary. Oh yes, I remember now. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we then it was Peter's date. Uh-huh. Uh, what did they do? They went to a church where a monk yes. gave them advice about marriage. Right. Hitting the nail a little hard here. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so moving on, obviously all we want to talk about is the big Rachel oh my and God. Peter breakup. So I think it might have been one of the most gut-wrenching things I've ever seen on a screen, fiction or reality. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it, it made me so mad because like, you can tell that Rachel wanted him to be the one. Yeah. And so if she, you know, she wouldn't be pushing him so hard to propose. No, you're if, not going to be like just to reject yeah, him. You yeah. know what I mean? It's obviously that that is the person that she wanted, but she's so fixated on this engagement thing. It yes. just doesn't make sense to me. Let's get into that. Mm-hmm. Like we said last podcast, we didn't really see Rachel as an "I just want to get engaged" girl. No, yeah, but she might be an "I just want to get engaged" girl. Yeah. 
Okay. And this is my argument on it. If you look back on Bachelor history, yeah. like if what she's afraid of is this la- all these relationships she's had where it seems serious and then she doesn't get engaged, like what about being proposed to on The Bachelorette does she think is so firm because mm-hmm. literally yeah. like 80% of the engagements yeah. fail. Is so it, really it's just going to happen anyway. Is it because she's over 30? It's gone from love to a mad dash for whatever's left over. Perhaps. <laughs> and and I think that she's bringing, once she talked about her previous relationship, it started to make a lot more sense. Where I think that she's almost seeing her ex who wouldn't commit when she looks at Peter. Mm-hmm. And it's not the same situation. No. I mean, five years is a whole lot different than five weeks. Yeah, That's and it's true. so sad because Peter was saying all these things. Like, like when he said, I think you are the correct person. Like, I think you're the person I want to end up with, but mm-hmm. I need time. And that's such a reasonable thing. And to, you know, to end something that's going so well and that you want as well, just over a certain, like, semantics. It's just so... He almost wants to sad. do wide night with painting. Yeah. And <laughs> I'm sure there's a lineup of women to do wide night with painting with Peter. Mm-hmm. And the yes. farmer's market. Yeah. It's but just so sad. At the same time... <laughs> yep. He Weigh in on this, get, Alex. He, I agree. It's, uh, I blame her. But he could have got over himself too. Because, let's face it, a proposal is not the same as marriage. And even if he does believe that, he could get over it and just do it anyway. Why didn't he? But if towards you were, the end, he said he was going to. And Rachel said, now at this point, it won't mean it. No, I'm with Rachel on that one. Like, if you've pushed it so far that you don't want to do this, and it's your choice, because he said that really forcefully, I do choose that, it's my choice. And then you say, I'll do it. Of course there's going to be resentment. How could she say, all right, I want you to do it now. But Alex, you think, like, that he should have gotten over himself and Definitely. just done it. Yes, like, um, they get so uptight about their values on this show. Oh, I, this is my values, and, oh, um, you know, I believe a proposal is the same as marriage and all that, but yada, 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 just do it. Just do it. So if you, were in a, if you were in uh, <laughs> Peter's situation, you would have done it? Yeah, for sure, just, just do it. I mean, for one thing, the ring is worth like $100,000. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're not going to be able to buy one that's the same, are you? So just do it. See, I said do it for the ring last week, Renee, and you mm. were shocked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was saying the same thing. This is the thing. He would have had to change his tune earlier because you can't really <coughs> compromise on that after you've no. already met her family and said, I'm not going to ask for your permission. And her mother thought that was a very sensible viewpoint. Always <laughs> listen to your mother, Rachel. She yeah. seems smart. <laughs> yeah. That's so. True. Anyway, so obviously this came to a point where it couldn't go any further. Oh my god. They're literally bawling and like she couldn't even like go of him and she I was can't still even making think out about with it. It him. makes me emotional to think about it right now. Like how d- I had thought in that moment, how would Brian feel if he saw this? Like it was so clear that they were two people in love who didn't want to be apart. Yeah. Like there was no part of her when you usually see someone say goodbye to someone where they're thinking, I'm ready to move on you know, to the final thing. I feel bad hurting this person, but I have to. Like, this was literally someone being pulled away from someone that they love. So if he ever sees it, if his family or friends ever see it, 
I mean, I think it's kind of worrisome. And that's why I think she needed to change her tune so quickly, and why she was so cold to Peter, and why all of a sudden she was saying there were other red flags that people weren't seeing. That's why she had to change her tune. I don't Mm -hmm. think that's true. Oh, for sure. It was 100% obvious to everyone that after seeing that, she needed to do a 180, Mm -hmm, and she was mm -hmm. belittling everything. She was belittling everything he said. Make it seem like, oh, she wasn't that emotional about it. Oh, it was for the best. It was the right choice. When really, anyone who had watched that could oh, tell that it was Oh, my God. Not. It was, like I said, <laughs> one of the most devastating things I've ever seen on television. I didn't know how to... I still don't know how to process these feelings. Yeah. <laughs> I still don't know how to process And then she was so mean to Peter. Like, when he apologized for that mediocrity, you know, business, like... Really, if she was a good person, she should have just said... Yeah, we all get like upset we and hurt. say shitty things. Yeah, we were both really hurt. I know you didn't mean it. Blah, 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 blah. But instead, she made that really rude comment about living her best life. Mm-hmm. Like, I felt that was really offensive And that for was him. for Brian's he benefit. Was hurting a in thousand percent. Yeah, but no one thought it's true. No. And he was so gentlemanly after that. Like, he yeah. was... He was vulnerable. He said that he was shaking and he was scared and she ripped into him. It was awful. Yeah, and she had her kind of lawyer hat on. Yeah. And I mean, when he said, I kind of feel attacked, like we could all tell he was being attacked. Yeah, of course he felt attacked. He didn't really know how to verbalize it and it was so sad. Yeah. And I just want to. What was I going to say? Oh, just like the end scene with Peter having to take off his sweater to wipe oh his God. tears and his sobs. Yeah. And just the whole scene when they're going down the hallway and like he's trying to shield them from the cameras, but the cameras keep getting in and they tell each other they love each other. I think that's why it's so yeah. gut-wrenching. I don't know. But then to have to watch that, clearly I'm still scarred having like three days later having watched it and they had to watch it. Like, when they were in it, and then talk about it immediately. But I guess people must go one way or the other in that, and Peter went to sad and Mm -hmm. scared or whatever, and she went to angry, because that was probably safer than how he was feeling. I don't know. See, Mm. I've heard some people say that they felt that Peter was really emotionally unavailable and that he was just making a bid for Bachelor, and I disagree. No, no. Like, I think it's clear that that person was very emotionally invested and still not over Yeah, who sobs like that if they're mm-hmm. not emotionally invested? Mm-hmm. I think we're both... We've watched enough of this show that we're a pretty good judge of this. I think that was what it... I said last episode that I thought Dean's family thing was one of the realest things I'd ever seen on the show. This was the realest thing I'd ever seen on the show. Mm-hmm. Agreed. True. Uh, so, anyways, sad just thinking about it. I so, know. I mean, yeah. Okay, so then... Then another thing I didn't really like, just moving on, you know, Peter's gone, it's over, and they're like, ooh, no. now to the proposal, like we're supposed okay. to bounce back so into I, that. I also just wanted to say that throughout this entire thing, I was just waiting for it to turn around, and I heard, I can't take credit for this, it was on a podcast I listened to earlier today, it's because we're conditioned to uh, romantic comedies. So mm-hmm. we're conditioned that there's this devastating thing, and then it turns around. So that we're all just sitting there, and we're like, but he's going to turn around. She's going to run back. Yeah. They're going to show us the next morning. No, it's all going to turn around. And even when they're both sitting there, I'm like, she's going to reveal that she never picked Brian. 
there's going to be a proposal now. <laughs> nope, nope, none of it, none of it was happening. Yeah. And I was waiting up to the point that she basically had the ring on her finger and Brian was sitting there with it. I'm like, it's going to turn around. It's going to yeah. be Peter. No, it was no, never it was Peter. Interesting. And one thing I didn't like, I know it's not really the moment to talk about it, but when everything happened with Desiree and Brooke, when she then came to Chris, she kind of said, look, it's only you. She didn't say, like, Brooke's left. But, or was it Emily also who sent someone home and then it was just Jeff? Anyway, so, yeah, people Emily's... kind of addressed it, that, like, it's yeah. just you. But I feel like Rachel kind of hid it all. She was like, I'm choosing you. It's all fine. Yeah, and how are you going to explain that later? Mm-hmm. That's true. And I, I do think that probably there was some difficulty in explaining that, and that's why she's overcompensating now. Yeah, and I just, it was so hard to watch, because I felt when Brian was proposing to her and her reaction, it felt so false. It felt like, this is, is this how I should feel? I'll just keep faking it till I make it? Like, it felt like she was trying too oh, hard. and when she was like, give me the ring, give it to me, I was like, yep. That's the purest expression of how you're feeling right now. Yep, that's that's real. It just makes me sad to to think what she must have been thinking inside at the moment, which is like this isn't how I should feel. Like this isn't how I should feel inside. I have so many red flags about this relationship. It's crazy, mm-hmm. and they have seriously misjudged popular opinion about this relationship. Like, did you see Brian's swag store? No. No. We have to look it up after this. He has released a line of swag about their relationship. Like, you know how she was calling him Jerome? Okay, I didn't know what the Jerome thing was. I guess that's what she was calling the guy that Uh, she was with or whatever. So there's a line of products now that say, find your Jerome. Ain't nobody out there wants a Jerome. Nobody! (laughs) Nobody! (laughs) Nobody wants a Jerome. Um... (laughs) I, I don't think Peter would ever even say the never. word sway. All he wants to do is go to the farmer's market and wine night with painting. <laughs> oh, yeah. You can tell that Brian's just in it, honestly, for the, the celebrity status. because yeah. He was on another show called Players. Yep. Well, yeah, he had already been on a TV show. He is already like, watch me on NYC. Watch me this. Yeah, their so first annoying. picture together was an ad for Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah, I saw yeah. that. Granted, I did say this about Nick and Vanessa, that I thought they were maybe just in this to cash in. Mm-hmm. And they have seemed to have lasted at least one cycle. That's true. I think of all the male contestants I've seen as well, no possible exception of Evan, his face is the most punchable. <laughs> Do you agree? That's true. Yeah. No, definitely him. Yeah, him no, Evan redeemed right. himself because he loves Carly, who we love. Yeah. And now I have strong a baby. opinions on that. Yeah, Alex does not like Evan. But. No. no, I think yeah. <laughs> no, that is a, that is a relationship I also find it hard to fathom. But, yes, but I do think that not Rachel... as much as this. This is a new low. <laughs> I do think though that Rachel is stubborn enough that she mm-hmm. will hold on to this oh, for yeah. a while. She will. She she will know that people do not believe in this relationship, and she'll try everything to keep it going. Which is just sad because I mean, you are right. The girl is north of thirty. She's wasting yeah. her time. <laughs> no, it's she. Her eggs are dying. Yeah, <laughs> while she's wasting her time with this fool. Yes, so true. true. She so has true. to designate her eggs correctly. She can go see Whitney and get them frozen. That's she's true. fine. She's got all the Bachelor Nation connections. <laughs> it's just sad to think like how happy she would have been with Peter. I know. 
All any of us want is just to go to the farmer's market and do wine night with painting. <laughs> they, one of them needed to give in. I don't know why not neither of them did. Yeah. It's, well, maybe, and you know what, maybe that is a sign that they shouldn't have ended up together because they, neither of them could compromise. And how many times are you going to need to compromise in a relationship? That is true. That's but true. of them, of them, I don't know. Yeah. I still think if I had to pick a person who should have compromised, it should have been Rachel. But what I about agree. you guys? Really? No, I agree. Uh, you think yeah. Peter? This is interesting. Maybe it's because we can relate more to the female end and you can relate more to the male. I don't Maybe. know. Maybe. No, I think Peter's the one who should have compromised. I don't think it's that big a sacrifice. I don't think it's that big a deal to propose on television. Why not just do it? But then at the same time, I don't think it's that big a deal. If it's also not that big a deal to propose on television, why does it have to happen? That's true. But this is a point neither of them could get at, I guess. (laughs) And I think it doesn't make sense to be on her side because if you're just saying, I just want a proposal for the the sake of a proposal, then what does it even mean? You know, it's a circular. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. If you just want any guy passing on the street to say, will you marry me? then, like, what does it even mean? Exactly. And I think that's where, like, they were in this circular argument that we bore witness to Mm -hmm. for a long time and probably much, much longer than we saw. That's Mm -hmm. true. And if neither of them was willing to bend at all, then they probably shouldn't have been together because you need to be able to bend. That's true. Mm -hmm. And if she would rather a man like Brian with a ring, then surely Peter should be happy that he's not with her. Yeah. And I never thought she was that person. So yeah. I think that's another reason why this is so jarring. It's yeah. true. I've been behind all her decisions up to right now. Yeah. <laughs> her tra- eggs are dying. Yeah, it's true. I'm trying to just move on. Whitney will get on it. Because, you know what, like, we only see what they edited for us to see, too. You know, as much as we see her loving Peter and yeah. Like, maybe Brian wasn't too far behind. Like, maybe... Maybe there's things in that relationship that she wanted. Like, I went so anti-Brian that I felt that, to a point, I was kind of like, not that I feel like they would ever see my tweets, because I'm not that important, but I honestly um, felt like... You had, like, like, 800 likes on one tweet. So <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. But, like, An I anti-Brian tweet. I honestly feel like if they read that, I'd feel bad. Like, it kind of almost felt like it was getting to a cyberbullying point, and then I felt yeah. bad about that. Yeah, and, and I said that, I think I said that to you in text the other day, that, like, I almost feel bad about piling on Rachel, or, like, shitting on Rachel for picking Brian, but not so bad that I could stop, because yeah. she shouldn't have picked exactly. Brian. Exactly, people were saying mean things, like, there were a few comments... I just said that I hated Brian because of his sloppy seconds comment, which and I honestly have kissing. hated him since then, <laughs> and since his loud kissing. But some of the comments that people replied to my tweet, <laughs> like I felt awkward being associated with, oh, like dear. someone called her like a bottom feeder, <gasps> and someone said that she was like swarming on the ring like flies on shit and all that. <laughs> That's a little funny. <laughs> but like, you can tell that people are just loading up on them, and I kind of feel like, you know what, at this point, like, I've said my piece. Well, I feel like it's almost like I was thinking about this the other day. It almost feels like, not the same because this isn't our real life, but like if our friend was dating someone or engaged to someone we didn't like, Mm -hmm. like at a certain point you just need to be okay with it because what choice do you have except that we have a platform where we can fully express our feelings (laughs) that no one will see. Hopefully, No, it's true. So I'm, I feel like ready to move onwards to Bachelor in Paradise. It's just so sad. But yes, we need this now. We need a season that was fraught with 
problematic handlings of rape allegations to cleanse our palate. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just forget all the controversy and talk about <laughs> well, all the okay. frivolous. I just need to say that's basically what the trailer was. Yeah. It was basically like some stuff happened. But now it's over! <laughs> yeah, like, it was confusing, right? Ah. Because they showed whatever, them going to the pool. Mm-hmm. And then they showed the producers going to find Corinne and Demario and pull them away. And yeah. at that point, they seemed kind of fine. So it was kind of like, what is the order of these You didn't happening? read the timeline on this? You might have been in no. England. It, so it was that it happened. Neither of them remembered what had happened. Oh. A producer saw the footage because it was like that Corinne had a producer she became close with and she became friends with. Mm-hmm. That producer saw the footage and went and talked to Corinne because mm-hmm. she was like, this is not okay. What happened to you? Mm-hmm. And that's how this all oh, right. started because okay, neither of them remembered what happened, which yeah. was the problem. Yeah. What happened? Did they have sex? Yes. And oh, that they, they were both sex. too drunk to uh, mm-hmm. consent to sex. Well, um, this if this isn't a family podcast, uh, like it, 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 sex of a fashion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Our fashion. mothers might be listening That's to this, Alex. Okay. I'll explain to you after. <laughs> anyway, so then it moved on pretty quickly to uh, the kind of preview that we're used to, which is awesome. <laughs> yeah. Now, now I have some thoughts or some. I took the liberty mm. of pausing the preview mm, to yeah. see who the couples were. Yeah. So I thought we should discuss we this. We should. We should. I think I texted some team quickly. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Just like a fire. verbal play by play. <laughs> so we've seen in this Jasmine making out with uh, Saint Nick, Matt, and Jack Stone. Yeah. But it seems like Matt might be the main guy. Yeah, because later it shows Jack Stone with someone else. Mm-hmm. With um, Kristen. Dean and Christina, which mm-hmm. I can support. Uh, Danielle L. and a twin. Yeah, yeah. Taylor and Derek. Yes. I think I hate both of that's them, a so weird that's combo. fine. I think yeah. I hate both of them, so I'm yeah. fine with that. Uh, Sarah and Jack Stone. Also, Kristen and oh, no, Jack wasn't Stone. It, it was Sarah and Adam, wasn't it? Yes, but Later. I'm just saying every time okay. we saw any kind of connection between people, for a man who's wants to lock women up in rooms he's getting a lot of action in paradise it's his dream none of them can leave (laughs) he does jack stone you don't remember that no i think it was just a poor choice i think it was (laughs) we'll never live him down picasso wanted to lock his mistresses up in the rooms maybe he's just a picasso fan yes yeah he yeah interesting Mm -hmm. uh daniel and Lacey. it seems like was it? I th- I wasn't sure who Daniel was with. I, I was think her name see. is Lacey. Okay, because I thought I saw him. They showed him in bed with like a dark-haired girl. But I think it's the same person. But okay. I'm not confident in that. That I could see that happening. Raven. Oh yeah, Raven and um, is it Jubilee with the long dreads? I couldn't tell who that I girl don't think was. So it didn't look was like it Dominique. Who's Dominique? She was on the last season. She didn't with really Nick? get a chance. Yeah. Or maybe. Yeah, because mm-hmm. there were, it looked like, I thought Jubilee was on this season. Oh, maybe Wasn't Jubilee she? then. But it also didn't quite look like Jubilee, but it was another black girl, but with long dreads. I wondered if it was Dominique, because she hangs out with them all, and I think she might yeah. have had dreads. Might or be. braids. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, not dreads. Braids. Okay. Yeah. Um, Diggy and a brunette on a horse. Ooh, I didn't see Ooh, that. Ooh, Diggy. Yeah, could not tell. I could not like tell. I would like Diggy to find love. I am enjoying him on Twitter, and he's <laughs> the only Bachelor Nation 
person to ever tweet back at us. Yeah, we so. love you, TV. <laughs> we love you. We're best friends now. We love I can't wait to count TV. your glasses. <laughs> uh, Sarah and Adam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hate Adam, but yeah, I fine. Don't really like Adam, but maybe he will do better in this environment. <laughs> Robbie and Amanda, but yes. he also seems into Raven. Yes, I saw that, yeah. Robbie, the swimmer. Yeah. Yes. Mm. And I think they're both gross. So yeah. I'm good with that. Yeah. Who's gross also? Amanda. Can't remember her. Yeah, She's I blonde, never liked little her. Kids, two little girls. She's quite small and has blonde hair. And she ended up with that Josh guy. Who oh, yeah, I know her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's her. She's not with Josh anymore. No. Oh, no. Oh, what happened? Did he turn out to be a violent, abusive oh, yeah. man? Not violent, I think. <laughs> I think he's controlling and oh. emotionally abusive. Oh, dear. Yeah, well, hopefully yeah. it works out better with some Yeah. Else. And did we see Danielle M with anyone? I didn't see her with we anyone. We saw her a lot. I saw that she has boob implants, which made me lose respect for her. No, I think, see, I have a controver- hashtag controversial opinion on them. I think they look great. I think they were needed. And I think they're a very tasteful size. Okay, I agree that, like, they look fine, etc. But I think getting boob implants just to go on Paradise is, like and then talking about it in the preview is literally exactly what that muscle girl did like two seasons ago. That's true. But I mean, Daniel M had no boobs whatsoever. That's true. Even now they're like small A's. If girl wanted boobs, girl can get boobs. Fair enough, fair enough. If it's something she's always wanted and it's not just to go on TV, then fine. And it's uncomfortable. Boobs are like two elephants in the room. If you don't say, hey, look, I had a boob job. Because everyone would be like, oh, that girl's had boob job yep. done. And you're like, you oh, I know they're it. thinking it. I might as well just say it. Hey, mm-hmm. I've had a boob job. True. Um, yeah. Maybe her and Wells, because I saw Wells is back on the I would be, I would be behind that. And they hang out a lot, I've seen on Instagram. Mm-hmm. So. That's true. Are they both in Nashville? They are. She's moved to Nashville. And her beach style, as much as I say I don't really like Danielle M, I can't wait to see all of her outfits. Because mm-hmm. I've liked what I've seen so far. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Didn't see Vinny with anyone. I wonder if he goes home pretty early. Well, it could also be that they're saving, like, they have to save certain things for us. They can't show yeah. us every relationship. Yeah. Vinny. I mean, and a few of them seemed really serious, like Jack Stone and Kristen and Derek and Taylor. Both of them said, like, I'm falling in love with you. So mm-hmm. they seem to go pretty far. Yeah. I think we're in for a really good season. Didn't see Alexis with anyone either, but no, she's just there for the her. food. She's Remember when Vinny's girlfriend left him for the guy with a lamp? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) She seemed very strongly attached to, like, his beard and face. Yes, Mm -hmm. she was quite shallow. Enough to make her leave him. Yes. I like Vinny. Me too. I hope he finds someone. That's how I feel about Eric, too. Like I I said on Twitter... I like him so much and want him to find love, so at the same time, maybe I shouldn't be rooting for him to be on this show, because he should just go away and find love in a more productive way. But such is the cycle that the Bachelor franchise subjects us to! Yeah, it's hard. (laughs) I'm looking forward to a good season of Bachelor in Paradise. Hey, we've got two babies resulting from it now. What's that? Oh. Well, Tanner and Jade are having a baby any day now, and now... Evan and Carly are having a baby. Oh, God. Which was real fast, but yeah. fine. Like I said, they... I hate them. He would know how to do it. So... <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, yep. it's disgusting how good... How 
You said how that she Carly's too good, good for him, him, but she is too good for him. She's miles too good for him. Yeah, in her personality, she's kind of bitchy. She is kind of bitchy, and I'm into it. Yeah, but she is too good for him. I, I mean, know. like, yeah. if she was supposed, if she was in the Premier League, he'd be in about League Two. I can't wait I to see if any of our listeners <laughs> know, that, know what that means. I disagree. Yeah. I think Carly, back in her bachelor phase, was like very much at his level, and she's had a no. lot of work done since then, and that she's still the same person. There's though. nothing on his level. He was just a crying wimp. You just hate Evan. He was a wimp. You don't relate to anyone who has emotions. <laughs> mm, I'm between the two of you. You don't think he was a wimp? I think he was a bit of a wimp. Yes, and a wimp doesn't deserve anything. Why? I do think that of the two <laughs> in that relationship, Carly is above him. Yeah. But that's okay. <laughs> I don't know. I think they're fine. They're a good match. She wants someone who's going to adore her, and he tried yeah. to win her, and she was into that. Yeah. Oh, so that works God. for some people. Uh, that, that makes me more depressed than anything I've seen on The Bachelor. More depressed than the Peter and Rachel scene? Yes, more depressed than that. Wow. It depresses me to see how low women She seems fish. happy. Stop being mad at me. I'm not. I just, I don't get it. You just literally hate him because he shows emotions. Like, no, I don't think it's he doesn't fair. show emotion. He is a wimp. He's a bit of a wimp, but he... that's okay. I don't think it's nice to, to call people wimps just because they, like, wear their heart on their sleeve. <laughs> I think he's a good guy. But he was also I'm a t- bit of a complainer, yeah. Renee. You might be forgetting about that. There's he was me. a bit of a complainer. But, I mean, we don't know them, so we... You can be emotional, but also have courage. He was a man without courage. He had courage. He no. remember when he wanted to ask out Amanda, and he went and did it. Oh, yeah. Uh, he's trying his best. Like, it's not a great a TV sad. setting for everyone. I, 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 we shouldn't I disagree argue. with your reasons for hating him. Really? I don't think it's fair. Oh. Uh, I, I, she is too good for him, though. Yeah. I'm with you on that one. Yeah. But that's okay. <laughs> that's maybe, maybe I'm like, I agree with everything Alex is saying, but I think it's all still fine. Yeah. <laughs> fair enough. But as we've learned, I have a tolerance for a lot of weirdness in all people. So. This is true. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. Yeah, not much else to discuss, I guess. No, I mean, uh, long-term prospects for Rachel and Brian, I mean... Not good. We wish them well, but I don't see it ending well. I saw online today some people making the comparison to Andy and Josh, and I have to say, I see it! I yeah. see it! I see it! Yep, that's true. So, I don't know, I feel like she's working too hard to try to reassure him of something that he really shouldn't have to be reassured about mm-hmm. um, and I just don't see it ending well but maybe they'll prove us all wrong and what was my thing her uh, despair uh, with Peter was far more genuine yes. and authentic than her elation with Brian Brian Yes. That's yeah, my two cents yes. on the whole thing. Alex said that earlier, and we said he had to say it on the podcast. Yes. Yes, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> well, so, I mean, yeah, we're, we're ready for Paradise to start. We'll be back next week to mm-hmm. talk about the premiere. And uh, who knows? Who knows? Who will be the couple yep. to get married this season? <laughs> will Rachel and Peter still be... Wait, uh, Freudian slip! Freudian slip! Will Rachel and Brian still be together <laughs> by then? Will nuclear war have taken us all? We'll oh, see. Yeah. We'll but see. Will we have Nando's? Will we have? We will have Nando's. That's one thing you could be There's sure of: is like... we will be eating Nando's <laughs> or Thai. Or Thai. <laughs>
<laughs> All right, so we could be 50-50 we're eating Nando's. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, just like slightly better than the odds on Rachel and Brian's relationship. Cheers. All right, let's take a minute and say our goodbyes. Goodbye. Goodbye.